Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to our daily devotions brought to you by the Anglican Diocese of the Bahamas and the Turks and Caicos Islands. I am the Reverend Father Welcott Ashton Bain, the rector of St. Stephen's Parish in all of Central Andres. Today is Friday, December 29th, 2023. In the life of the Church, we remember today Thomas Beckett, Archbishop of Canterbury. Thomas Beckett was born in London in 1118 to a wealthy Norman family and was educated in England and in France. He then became an administrator for Theobald, Archbishop of Canterbury. Later, he was sent to study law in Italy and France, and after being ordained as a deacon, he was appointed as Archdeacon of Canterbury. His administrative skills eventually brought him to the notice of King Henry II, who, to Thomas's surprise, appointed him as the Chancellor of England. He and the king became intimate friends, and because of Becket's unquestioning loyalty and support of the king's interests in both church and state, Henry secured Thomas's election as Archbishop of Canterbury in 1162. Becket, foreseeing a break with his royal master, was reluctant to accept. As Archbishop, he changed, as he tells us, from a patron of play actors and a follower of hounds to being a shepherd of souls. He also defended the interests of the church against those of his former friend and patron, the king. The struggle between the two became so bitter that Thomas sought exile at an abbey in France. When he returned to England six years later, the fragile reconciliation between Henry and the archbishop broke down. In a fit of rage, the king is alleged to have asked his courtiers, Who will rid me of this meddlesome priest? Four barons, taking King Henry's words as an order, made their way to Canterbury, and upon finding him in the cathedral on December 29, 1170, they struck him down with their swords. Later, when the monks of Canterbury undressed Thomas's body to wash it and prepare it for burial, they discovered that under his episcopal robes, their worldly and determined archbishop was wearing a hair shirt. While such a garment hardly proves that the person is a saint, it clearly indicates that Thomas was motivated in the exercise of his office by far more than political considerations. His final words to the four barons before receiving his 
fatal blow were, willingly I die for the name of Jesus and in the defense of the church. Let us pray. O God, our strength and our salvation, you called your servant Thomas Beckett to be a shepherd of your people and a defender of your church. Keep your household from all evil and raise up faithful pastors and leaders who are wise in the ways of the gospel. Through Jesus Christ, the shepherd of our souls, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, you have given your only begotten Son to take our nature upon him and to be born of a pure virgin. Grant that we, who have been born again and made your children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom with you and the same Spirit be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 10, reading verses 16 through 22. See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of them, for they will hand you over to councils and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings because of me, as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death, and you will be hated by all because of my name, but the one who endures to the end, the same will be saved. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today, we continue in the celebration of the Incarnation as we are within this Christmas tide. And so we recall the divine made flesh to save a depressed and hopeless people. The Christ child was born in a lowly stable, for there was no room in the inn, to a young virgin girl named Mary. In the scriptures, we read of the angels who announce good news to the shepherds, and they search and pay homage to this child. We have the star in the east that will eventually lead the magi to the young child and his parents. The very story of Christmas seems to be one that exudes the themes of love, of joy, of peace one of hope. Yet amid all this joy and happiness, we commemorate the life of a saint who was brutally murdered. In our reading, Jesus sends his disciples out into the world, warning them of the hostilities they will encounter and urging them to remain steadfast in their faith. The life of Thomas Beckett 
serves as a shining example of one who embodied these teachings, bound by duty, but unfaltering in his commitment to the gospel and his commitment to Christ. Our scripture reminds us that the followers of Jesus, as they go out into the world, will face hatred and adversity for standing firm in their faith. But we are being challenged to be unwavering in our commitment to the Lord. Thomas Beckett made himself a target of powerful enemies within the church and even in the monarchy. But his devotion to God's law outweighed his loyalty to worldly plowers, leading him to prioritize justice and righteousness even above his own personal safety. Like him, Jesus calls us to embrace the cross, to face the challenges of our times fearlessly. In the face of adversity, Thomas remained resolute, grounded in intimate communion with Jesus. Under persecution, he held on. He clung to the teachings of Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, ultimately offering his own life for the faith. Today, we too are confronted with oppositions and trials, internal and external. Our faith may be tested by the pressures of our society, by what we term as shifting cultural norms, or even personal tribulations. Yet in all of these, we are encouraged to rise above the challenges and to hold firm to the teachings of Christ. Thomas Beckett's life teaches us the value of remaining steadfast in our faith, even when it means standing against powerful forces. He teaches us that there can be no true compromise when it comes to our relationship with God. We must strive to uphold our faith with courage and conviction, regardless of the opposition we encounter. Today, as we remember the feast of Thomas Beckett, let us too remember the martyrdom of this saint. May his life serve as an inspiration for us to be firm in what it is that we believe, to never allow the world and external pressures to cause us to compromise our devotion to God, but to stand resolute in the faith into which we were baptized. Yes, the world may oppose the truth, but with God's love and grace, we are able to overcome any challenge. May we be encouraged by these words of Jesus, as he said to us this morning, the one who stands firm to the end, the same will be saved. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see.
is thy face.